Those elections coming up uh, for city council and for school board and park board and a whole host of different uh, types of seats all around the states, including right here in the capital city in Springfield. And uh, things have been uh, rather fascinating to see unfold in the, uh, the past few weeks when it comes to how city action is eating into the political conversation for who's on the ballot, especially for uh, mayor of Springfield. You've got incumbent Jim Langfelder and challenger Misty Busher, who's the city's treasurer, uh, and uh, some of the, uh, the the big conversations that have been had in the city council chambers uh, deals with what kind of authority a mayor may or may not have. Uh, when it comes to, to forgiving fees or fines or debt, uh, and that's uh, been an ongoing conversation with uh, what happened around the Wyndham City Center, uh, but you do have uh, you know reporting from the Illinois Times indicating that uh, the city's waived fines and forgiving utility bills in hundreds of cases, uh, and they're still looking to get more information on all of that. But uh, to talk more about this and really, I think, kind of just go into the weeds a little of fines and fees and who really does make this determination on forgiving these types of things. Uh, Ward Alderman uh, Joe McMiniman, he warns, uh, he, he joins us now. Ward 7 is where you're from, Alderman. Uh, you're termed out, so you're on your way out after uh, serving now 12 years here uh, in Springfield. But what's your understanding of the uh, political back and forth here on the issue of uh, debt forgiveness and, and what's really going on uh, with this particular case of, uh, of uh, being reported by the Illinois Times? Good morning. Well, thanks a lot, Greg. And full disclosure, I do I fully support uh, Mayor Langfelder. I think he's done an outstanding job in eight years through some difficult years with the budget freeze and then COVID. And uh, he's got a long list of accomplishments. I'm going to take out a full page ad in the Illinois Times uh, coming out Thursday. I think it'll be on the inside front cover. That's what I locked in for a couple of months ago. And I, I hope everyone takes a look at it. Uh, I think a campaign uh, finance uh, contributions is some area we need to look at more closely. I think with fewer journalists in town, we, we don't have enough look at that. I did note the Illinois Times article last week regarding the, the uh, Langfelder uh, property enforcement area was doing a great job with this property on North 8th Street. And uh, they, th- they threw the book at the owner, an attorney by the name of George Petrelli, and they had uh, racked up a, a large amount of fines. But the, uh, the, the enforcement strategy is to rack up those fines. And then if they get compliance, then per the administrative law judge's ruling, they can waive the fines. Well, apparently that's eventually what happened. And then a year after that, the attorney makes a contribution to Langfelder. I think Langfelder did the right thing in returning that money. I'd like to know more about it, but clearly the property is neglected. I went by it on uh, last week on thir- a Friday, I guess it was, and looked at it. It's neglected. So that attorney really, he needs to give up that property and let somebody else fix it up. It's, it's, uh, it's neglected. It, it, it's, uh, I worked uh, front and backyard. And so I'm disappointed that, uh, that uh, they threw the book at the guy. Now they're going to have to throw the book at him again. But there's so much to talk about, Greg. How many more minutes do we have? Well, you know, just on this issue real quick here, we've only got about uh, five more minutes or so. But on this issue, uh, I mean, do we have to have more uh, of a refined approach when it comes to checking up on these properties and uh, following through with fines, but also with how fines and fees could be uh, forgiven or waived? Yeah, I don't know what exactly happened on that case. I do know that in other cases, their procedures have worked very well. In fact, I got a property, I had a property 
in uh, Ward 7 on Clifton that had been vacant for 20 years, and we could never get compliance. So this same attorney that works for the city, Katia McMaster, she's an outstanding attorney, and she really went to bat for us. And uh, we got those um, daily fines up to, I think it was about $50,000. And then we went into circuit court, and he, the uh, owner um, you know, could, didn't pay it. So then we went to a sheriff's sale. We announced the sheriff's sale. And then someone came in and bought the property and paid off the fees uh, all at one time. So it does work. You know, I don't know what happened in that case uh, that the Illinois Times was talking about, but um, clearly the mayor did the right thing, turning back the contribution that came in a year after the uh, the case got into Sangamon County Circuit Court. So, um, you know, there's always problems out there. We have to keep working on them. Uh, there's so much to talk about. I, I, I was hoping to touch on police. And <laughs> yeah, fire. and Alderman uh, Joe McMiniman. Yeah, so it, with the with the election coming up, of course, uh, there's a lot of questions about uh, yeah all the time contributions from one group to the next, or uh, you know even endorsements. On, and uh, the 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 uh, challenger here, Misty Busher, does have the endorsement of uh, police and fire uh, unions. Uh, what what are your thoughts about that? Well, I think on the fire side, our mayor has tried for. Uh, you know, eight years now to try to get more flexibility so that management of fire can control the overtime costs. I looked at year 2019 and with overtime pay, uh, 38% of our firefighters made over a hundred thousand. Now I'm happy they can make that kind of money, but we just can't afford it. Um, we, we got to reduce the overtime. So I think the fire department is upset with Mayor Langfeller for trying to um, revise the collective bargaining agreement, which has features in it that no other fire department has uh, anywhere in the state of Illinois. So I think that there's some aggravation there, even though the mayor's done so much for the fire department with engines, new firehouses, et cetera. Um, you know, that self-interest kicks in and uh, they, they like that overtime and they like the, the shift minimum manning. And so I think there's some resentment on the police side. I, um, I think there is, um, the residency issue is there. We do not have a residency for the uh, police department. We still can't. No one can hire enough police right now throughout the state of Illinois. But we did hire 42 last year. And on the, so on the police side, they never used to make co- political contributions in Springfield. When I got into uh, the seat uh, 12 years ago, they were not making political contributions. I think it's a mistake for them to do so because of their role in enforcement. But uh, that's the way it is. But currently, on the fire side, 47% of our firefighters live outside of our city limits. On the police side, 35% uh, now live outside our city limits. We do not want that trend to get worse. Uh, we want to be policed by our own. We want police officers who know our neighborhoods and our, uh, our town as best as they can by living here. Alderman Joe McMiniman with us here on WMAY talking about uh, the upcoming election, which uh, is the first week of April, first Tuesday of April, and that's just around the corner. Uh, Alderman, we're hearing a lot of campaign commercials uh, from from all sides. Uh, We've heard uh, campaign commercials from the uh, challenger in the mayoral race here in Springfield, Misty Busher. Uh, We're just now also starting to hear campaign commercials for Mayor Jim Langfelder. Uh, And even in the uh, treasurer's race, there's some interesting stuff with uh, former Mayor Mayor Mike Houston uh, supporting Bill McCarty. Uh, you've got uh, uh, others in there. It's a three-way race, but uh, there's also uh, campaign commercials uh, for the uh, deputy treasurer who's looking to get the top spot there. Uh, your thoughts on, uh, on on all of the, the the money that's being involved here in the city of Springfield when it comes to campaigning? You know, Greg, I never took a dime from any 
contributors that have an interest in a contract with the city, whether it be a collective bargaining agreement or a, a developer, uh, somebody who wants zoning relief, whatever. I think we have to look at who's given the money. I, you know, Saputo's meeting, uh, some of your listeners won't remember this, but in 2017, two years after a municipal election and two years before the next election, roughly over $50,000 was passed out uh, in August, uh, excuse me, in September of 2017 to uh, aldermanic candidates coming from Brad Shivey, um, from a developer, someone who needed a zoning relief right before, while a case was still sitting there in zoning, over $50,000 passed out to eight alder uh, persons. And so uh, we have to look at that money. We don't want money to control uh, decision-making in our city. Well, uh, after after the election, Alderman, uh, have you on for kind of a, a look back at some of these issues and uh, maybe even just carve out a full half hour, if not longer for that, because uh, I know you've got a lot to say about a whole host of things and uh, looking forward to uh, having those conversations in the future. Alderman Joe McMiniman, greatly appreciate your time this morning. Let's talk about it, Greg. Thanks a lot. It's now 720 from Culver's West on Wabash. It's time to apply at Culver's West on Wabash. 